What's happening, world? I'm your host, the Wizard of Waz, Benji Wozniak. And today we will be talking about our trip to the Disney Food and Wine Festival. And I have my lovely wife here to help me. So I'm going to turn it over to her to begin. Hey, everyone. Um, so the Food and Wine Festival is held every fall in Epcot. Uh, they have booths that have foods from around the world um, and not just the countries that are already there. They have other countries that also come and then there's different kinds of booths. There's a booth that does vegan food and things like that. Um, so the first booth we actually tried, it's called Flavors from Fire. And we got the charred chimichurri skirt steak. It's served on a smoked corn cake with pickled vegetable slaw and cilantro aioli. I liked this. I thought the steak was a little tough, but the corn cake and the pickled vegetable slaw was outstanding. Um, I would have just had that without the steak and I would have been very happy. What about you? I actually agree. I, I think the steak was really tough, um, but the corn cake was really good and the pickles complemented it really good. Um, I think all around, it, it's definitely something you should try because we just had the steak that we thought was tough, but you know, you might not think that way. Okay, so the next thing we tried um, was from a booth called Earth Eats. Earth Eats is all vegetarian options. And last year we had the Impossible Meat Sliders, which were amazing. So this year I was really, really excited to try their Impossible Cottage Pie. Um, it's a shepherd's pie. It's got um, impossible ground meat with carrots, mushrooms, and peas. And they topped it with mashed cauliflower, white beans, and mozzarella. I have to say I was really disappointed in this. Um, it was one of the things I was really looking forward to, but I thought that the seasonings, and it wasn't the fault of the impossible meat. It was the seasonings they used for the um, meat and vegetable part of it just didn't go with it. It, it, it really wasn't good. Um, the top part with the mashed cauliflower and cheese was excellent, but the bottom of it, the spices and the seasonings were just way off. I actually agree. I was really looking forward to this. I'm a huge uh, cottage pie person, and when I tried it, I thought this was bland. It had no flavor. It was just wasn't what I expected after I had the Impossible Sliders. I mean, those were incredible, and then I get my hopes up for this, and it was really a letdown. Okay, so uh, the next booth we went to is called Coastal Eats. It's seafood. clearly, you know, you can infer it's a seafood-based booth. They have a baked shrimp and scallop scampi dip, and they serve it with um, sliced uh, baguette, sour, sourdough baguette. I was really surprised at this. I was expecting uh, a standard hot dip with pieces, you know, cut, chopped up pieces of shrimp and scallops in it. Instead, what I got was a dip, but it also had huge scallops in it and, and whole shrimp in the dip, and it was just amazing. Uh, Ben's not really a seafood eater, so... I don't think he loved this, but I wouldn't expect him to. But I thought it was very, very good. Well, it's kind of funny because we actually went back to the Food and Wine Festival after eating. And um, I wasn't really hungry. And I wasn't sure what to expect. As she said, I don't really like seafood. But when we got it, I mean, the scallops were huge. It was a good portion. I mean, it was well worth it. And uh, it was very flavorful. I, I liked it. I just, you know, I wasn't really hungry because we had just eaten. Uh, also in reference to portions, these are meant to be tasting portions and a lot of them were, but there were some that were much larger portions than you would expect. And the prices on them all range from anywhere from $4 up to $9. I mean, depending on what you get. I think the filet at 
um, Canada is probably one of the higher priced things, but it some of the portions are larger than others, and this was definitely a really large portion. Uh, I don't think even between the two of us we finished it. Um, so the next thing we tried was at the Hawaii booth. The Hawaii booth has Kahlua pork sliders with sweet and sour dull pineapple chutney and spicy mayonnaise. This is probably in my top three uh, of things we ate. It was outstanding. Uh, the sweetness with the pineapple and the spicy barbecue from the from the pork just went together so well. And it was probably, yeah, I mean, outside of one other thing, it was probably one of my favorite things at the festival. Uh, I agree. I actually was just amazed at how good it was. Um, I wish <laughs> we should have got more, actually. But uh, I was happy that we tried it. And uh, I'm definitely, when we go back, I'm going to try it again because those are awesome. So also at this booth, we got the teriyaki glazed spam hash. And we actually got this more out of curiosity than anything else, but it turned out pretty well. Um, I don't think there was quite enough spam in it, believe it or not. I would have liked it with more. Uh, But the overall dish together was very good. The spicy mayonnaise, I don't know what is in it. It's got to be some sort of a sriracha type mayonnaise, but it was excellent. And the dish was, it was a very good dish considering I didn't have a lot of high hopes for it yeah i'm i'm not a big hash eater um Kobe's hash i don't like at all and uh i was kind of shocked that i actually liked this and uh, i agree with her there wasn't a, a enough uh spam in it but like the medley of the vegetables was really delicious and the um, sriracha mayonnaise like she said was fantastic okay so the next thing we did was at shimmering sips and shimmering sips it's actually simmering ships mimosa bar we got a cheesecake trio it's raspberry chocolate New York style cheesecake bites. And it's almost like the cheesecake version of a wine flight. But uh, the raspberry was okay. It wasn't a real raspberry flavor. It was more of that artificial raspberry flavor that you find like in candies and stuff, which I don't particularly like. The chocolate was good, but the New York style cheesecake just blew it out of the water. The cheese flavor was amazing. And it had this sugar crust on the top, almost like a creme brulee would have and that it was just excellent yeah i have to agree i i really didn't like the raspberry i thought it kind of had like a medicine-y taste uh it wasn't my thing uh the chocolate was good but um by far the new york style was the best so then we moved over to islands of the caribbean and we got the empanada with tomato aioli this was okay i didn't love this it it was it wasn't terrible by any stretch it wasn't something we didn't finish it was okay there was nothing really amazing about it yeah it didn't really jump out at me either when we tried i i I could have done without it honestly it was okay i mean didn't knock me out uh also at islands of the caribbean we got a casito it's a puff pastry with sweetened cream cheese and guava sauce I really liked this. I don't think Ben did. He's not really a guava person. I really enjoyed this. It was sweet, but not overwhelmingly so. The puff pastry um, sort of offset the sweetness of the guava. It was very, very good. Yeah, see, I didn't like it. I, 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 I don't know what it was. I just, it just didn't tickle my fancy. I wasn't like, you know, really into the, the guava. I just, it wasn't for me. So then we moved over to the Alps booth. The Alps booth had a warm raclette Swiss cheese served with baby potatoes, cornichons, and a baguette. Watching them make this was much more fun than eating it. Um, it wasn't bad. It didn't taste bad. It, But the problem was it served 
hot and they it when I say served hot, they're pulling the cheese right off this huge melting log of cheese or scraping it off as it's melting onto your food. Which sounds great, except as soon as you walk away, that cheese starts to cool off and it gets hard. And then it's very hard to eat with the things that they give you with it. Uh, now, nothing was bad. It was just difficult to eat. And I don't think it really went together the way they had intended it to. Uh, but the cheese itself was very good. It was a more of a tangy Swiss cheese, which I didn't really even know was a thing. But it was pretty good. Yeah, see, like my wife said, we watched a video on this. And um, it looked in phenomenal i couldn't wait to try it and then when i got it it didn't look like it did on the video and to me there wasn't enough cheese i was like all right well you know on the video it's smothered and this was more like a a, a smidge you know, i think they could have a had dollop. More, yeah it was it was not a big <laughs> amount of cheese at all it was like a little squirt <laughs> so after the alps we went to india uh, we have, so a little background, we're big fans of bread and we tend to order the bread service almost everywhere we go if, ha- if they have one. So India had these, had this warm br- Indian bread and it came with pickled garlic or mango salsa and mango salsa and coriander, coriander pesto dips. So you got three dips with the bread. I'm not going to lie. I don't think we were wowed by any of them. The mango one, and I'm generally a huge fan of mango. It just wasn't good. I don't know why it wasn't good because you would think maybe I just don't like sweet things with my bread. I don't know. I would say probably the best one was the coriander pesto um, out of the three, but even that wasn't fantastic. It was okay. Uh, This is probably something I would not get again. Yeah, like my wife said, we're big bread people. And uh, when we go to restaurants at Disney, we get the bread service at most of the restaurants we've eaten at. And they're incredible, like the dipping sauces and everything. So we were looking forward to this. And then we got it. And I was like, oh, you know, it looked great. But it just, yeah, it didn't, didn't taste great. It was was not the thing I was expecting. I've got to admit about that. Not, not a fan. At Refreshment Outpost refreshment outpost we got the nigerian meat pie uh there was no description for this so we really have it could be any kind of meat in the world we have no idea what's in it i'm not sure we should even be asking any questions but it was really good it had a little bit of a kick to it and it was reminiscent of um like an empanada type of thing but with more um african flavors um more of a curry coriander sort of flavor to it uh, but it was very good yeah i agree uh like i said there's no description to what's inside it so you really don't know it's a mystery but you know it was a good mystery i mean when we ate it i was actually surprised i thought it was very well um i'd get it again i would i, I go back when we go back to um food and wine again i'll definitely get that again okay so um our next disappointment was in africa we got the kenyan coffee barbecued beef tenderloin it's served with sweet potato and cornmeal pap and kachumbari slaw. The tenderloin was not. Um, it was very, very tough. And it's in, they serve things at Food and Wine in these little cardboard dishes, for lack of a better word. And it's near next to impossible to cut anything in those with the plastic forks and knives that are available. Um, and even if you did manage to get a cut, it was very, very tough. I will say that the slaw and the pap were outstanding. Um, the, the corn pap was probably my favorite thing 
um, in this dish. It was just amazing. And it went very well with the, the pickled um, slaw. It had like a tang to it, so it really paired well with the corn. Yeah, I agree. The uh, beef was awful. <laughs> it, was, it was terrible. Uh, everything else in the dish was good, but the, the meat was just really like tough and hard to chew, and I was not enjoying it at all. But everything around it was good. Okay, so now for my absolute hands-down favorite thing we ate for the entire festival was the ravioli carbonara in Italy. It's uh, Parmesan and Pecorino ravioli, egg yolk, cream, and bacon, and it was to die for. It Anyone who knows me knows I'm not a huge pasta person. It's not my thing. I don't generally like stuffed shells or lasagna or any of that, uh, but this was amazing. It The flavor was great. It was light. It didn't make me feel like I had just eaten 10 pounds of pasta. Uh, it was just, it was so good, and the bacon went perfectly with it. Very, very good. Yeah, I have to agree. Uh, that was delicious. I mean, I, I wasn't knowing what I was expecting when I was getting into this. You know, I was like, raviolis, okay, you know, ooh. And then I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is really good. It was it was well done, uh, presented well. Yeah, I think we fought over the last ravioli. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. You won, but uh, that's what husbands do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in Japan, we've got the teriyaki chicken bun. It's a, a steamed bun with chicken, vegetables, and a, a sweet teriyaki sauce. It's a bao bun, um, which I love. And it didn't disappoint. It was exactly what it said it was. I, it was delicious. It wasn't anything um, that I thought it wouldn't be. It wasn't anything that made me go, oh, my God, this is the best thing I ever ate. But it was very good. Uh, I would get it again. Uh, it, it just it was a standard bao bun. Yes, it was. And the thing was, it was kind of funny because this is what we were going to get because we're also trying the frothy ramen, which my wife would describe. So this was our fallback in case this was terrible. So it was okay, but she'll describe the ramen, which I liked. Okay, so the ramen was um, by far the most different type of thing on the menu. Um, Disney doesn't generally do anything too far out as far as tastes. Uh, food and wine is probably the only place you're, or one of the few places that you will find them deviate into um, other flavors, you know, d flavors that generally Americans don't tend to go towards. And so one of the things in Japan, it's called frothy ramen. It's chilled ramen noodles and dashi broth with a light foam topping. Now, yes, chilled, it's cold. And we were very, very leery of trying this. We wanted to try it, but like you said, we got the bao bun just to, you know, so we could have something to, I guess, get the taste out of our mouths if we really hated it. Yeah, it sounded um, nasty. I have to say, this was probably the biggest surprise at Food & Wine. I thought, and I've heard wildly different opinions on this, and it, it seems to come down to, if you like thing, if you have it set in your head that ramen should be hot, you're going to hate this. Um, if you approach it with more of an open mind and are willing to kind of give it a shot, you might have better luck. And that's what we did. And I'm going to tell you, I was really surprised at how much I liked this. It was, I don't know how they make the froth and I don't, I'm not sure I want to know, but it was very, very good. Once you got past the fact that it was cold, it was excellent. Yeah, I agree. Like I said, I liked it a lot and um, I definitely get it again. And and it is a concept you have to, you know, get in your mind that it's cold because you look at it and you go, okay, this is noodles. It's a ramen noodle. So you think hot and then you try it and you're like, 
okay, uh, this is different, but it was a good different. And it's also, it should be noted, one of the stranger-looking dishes that were served. It's basically, it comes in a clear plastic cup, and it looks like it's going to be hot ramen. It's got the, the noodles with the broth, and then it's got this foam on top with a, I, I think it was some sort of like a teriyaki drizzle sort of thing on top of the foam. Yeah, soy. Um, or a soy drizzle, something. like. And it was it was very good. Uh, like I said, uh, I was very surprised at how much I did like this. So then we went to Ireland. Uh, our favorite booth at Food and & Wine, and we have tried everything there um, We in past years. And there's a lot to like at Ireland, and I really feel like Ireland is one of the most underrated booths at Food & Wine. And I don't know. I mean, I, I, I get it. Our Irish people, are we're not known for our cuisine by any stretch. Um, very rarely do you hear anybody say, I would kill to have some Irish food right now. But the Ireland booth is outstanding. So what we got was something we'd gotten before. It's warm Irish cheddar cheese and stout dip served with Irish brown bread. My only complaint with this dish is there's not enough bread. They give you two very small slices of brown bread. You definitely need twice that for the amount of um, cheese dip that they give you. But oh, this is one of the best things I've ever eaten. It remains one of the best things I've ever eaten. It is so good. Yeah, I agree. They don't give you enough bread. But for me, at the end, of it, it didn't really matter because I'm tipping the cup back and drinking it. Basically, it's that good. I mean, I did it the year before and I did it this year. I just, you know, it's just delicious. I, I And we're going to do it again next time we go to. Okay, so the last thing we got, and here's where I'm going to make a lot of Disney people mad, is we went to Canada and we got the Canadian cheddar cheese and bacon soup and it served with a pretzel roll. This is the same cheddar cheese and bacon soup that is served at Le Cellier, which is Canada's flagship restaurant at Epcot. Um, it's a very expensive restaurant, and this is their famous cheddar cheese and bacon soup. And I'm not going to lie. I don't like it. <laughs> I just, it's not my thing. I find it very heavy. I cannot even imagine eating this um, as an appetizer before a, a steak meal, because Le Cellier is a steakhouse. Uh, I just can't even see it. It's just not my thing. It's very cheesy. It's people love it. People rave over it. Um, I am not one of those people. I just don't love it. Yeah, my wife wanted me to try it because she knows I like cheese. I'm a huge cheesy. It's awesome. And uh, I was looking forward to it. I said, I got to try it. And I tried it. And that's about as much as I can say. <laughs> I wasn't impressed. It wasn't overwhelming. People go crazy about this. But for me, it was just, it was okay. Um, yeah, it's just, I think this is one of those things that's going to come down to taste. Um, what you, although you like cheese and you didn't care for it. No. But people, seriously, people book Le Cellier just to get this. And for a long time, it, if you ate at Le Cellier, that was the only way to get this soup because they didn't serve it anywhere else in recent years they have started serving it at festivals so it can be you know you can do that without having to get a reservation at Le Cellier but I I'm sorry I just don't get the hype I really I, it's okay I don't think it's anything outstanding um maybe it's just not to my taste is all I can think of okay so that is all the food that we tried this year the new stuff um we've been before we've tried other things um some of the things that we have enjoyed in past years. We talked a little bit about the Impossible Slider. Um, last year was the first year we had tried that. We had never heard of Impossible Meat before. Um, it, but it's an Impossible Burger Slider with wasabi cream and spicy Asian slaw with a sesame seed bun. We were really surprised at how good it was. 
Um, it is a meatless option. Uh, I know that Impossible Meat recently, just in the last maybe six months or so, is getting a lot of hype because they are now serving it at Burger King. Um, but the sliders were outstanding, um, which was something that made the cottage pie so disappointing. Um, but again, it wasn't the fault of the Impossible Meat. It was the fault of the seasoning on that dish. But the Impossible sliders are very, very good. Um, the other things that we've gotten, we've talked, you know, we talked about the Ireland booth and um, some of the things that we have had there before were the uh, the warm chocolate pudding with Irish cream liqueur custard. And it had, um, it didn't just have the custard, it had like a Bailey's Irish cream, like a sauce on the top. And it was, um, they call it chocolate pudding. It was more along the lines of a lava cake. And it was so good. It was so good. Um, I'm not going to lie. That was probably my favorite thing last year was that um, warm chocolate pudding with the Bailey's cream sauce. And they also serve a Bailey's milkshake. It's Bailey's and Guinness. It's a Bailey's and Guinness milkshake. It comes in a little Guinness glass that you can keep. Um, I promptly lost mine because that's how I roll. But the milkshake itself was excellent. Uh, and I didn't think it would be, but so good. Yeah, I didn't try the um, the milkshake. Uh, I don't really drink like that. I, I have wine every now and again. And um, there was actually a funny story this year. My wife had gotten a drink. What was that? Which one? The Japanese. I got a lot of drinks. The, Which one? In Japan? <laughs> yeah. The Tokyo Sunset. Yeah, well, she had gotten a drink. Don't and, ask me what's in it. I don't even care what's in it. It's the best drink at Epcot. And, um so I decided I was going to get myself a glass of sake. Well, I looked and I saw this thing called Naguri Unfiltered Sake. And I figured, I, you know, I'll give that a shot. And uh, I'm, I tried to stay away from hot alcohol. So I went and I sat down and uh, I took a sip of it. And I just have to tell you that I now realize that the Japanese invented moonshine because <laughs> this almost killed me. Uh, in the middle of the pavilion, I almost died of a heart attack from how strong it was. Yeah, we, I mean, we, we did try some of the um, alcohols that went along with these, in these booths. One of the things we got was a mimosa flight from Shimmering Sips, which is where we got the cheesecakes. And it came with a tropical mimosa, which had sparkling wine and passion fruit, orange and guava juices. A key lime mimosa with key lime sparkling wine and cranberry juice. And it was a white cranberry juice. And the blood orange mimosa had sparkling wine and blood orange juice. So the blood orange one was garbage. Um, I, I don't want to say it like that, but it was not good. It was um, very, it tasted like medicine. It was like drinking cough medicine. It was not good. The key lime and white cranberry juice actually was pretty decent um, for what it was. I wasn't sure that would be any good, but it was pretty good. But I will say that the tropical mimosa was outstanding. It was so good. The fruit juices didn't overpower the wine. It paired really nicely. It wasn't overly sweet, and it was just very good. Yeah, uh, I have to agree with uh, what my wife said. Uh, the, the mimosas were okay. Uh, the tropical one was probably the best. Um, the blood orange, I did not care for at all. But, um, you know, if you can get try the tropical one, that was great. Uh, one of the other booths that we have tried in the past, we did not do it this time, is was Thailand. Uh, we had, we've done it. We have never – they didn't change the menu this year, so that's the reason we didn't go back. 
They had three things on the menu last year. We got them all and didn't like any of them, uh, which was a disappointment because Thailand happened to be, I love Thai food. And it was one of the booths we were really looking forward to. Uh, they had a marinated chicken with peanut sauce and stir fried vegetables. The peanut sauce was basically non-existent. The vegetables were really mushy, uh, which they shouldn't be in a stir fry. It just didn't, it wasn't delicious. Um, then there was a shrimp and cold noodle salad, which of the three was probably the one I liked best. Um, and it was actually part of the reason I was not optimistic about the frothy ramen because I didn't like the cold noodle salad. So I didn't think the frothy ramen would be good. Glad I was wrong. Suffer from comparison, but it didn't. <laughs> uh, and then the third thing they have there is it's red hot spicy Thai curry beef with steamed rice. I don't know what Disney's definition definition of red hot spicy is, um, but whatever it is is very different from mine because I don't tolerate spicy things very well, and this was not even remotely spicy. Like there wasn't even a kick at the end of it. It just it was very flavorless. Have to agree. Um, the other thing I would recommend, and it has nothing to do with food or wine, and you can get it any time, is there is a kiosk outside of the Japan Pavilion. Um, if you are heading from the direction of the Mexico Pavilion towards Japan, it is just before you hit the Japan Pavilion. And it serves shaved ice in so many flavors. And they will also put... Um, uh, sweet milk on top of it, which I highly recommend. I know it sounds weird. Trust me when I tell you it's delicious. And we got this time I tried the melon one and it was a honeydew melon type. Oh, so good. And when you're in Epcot and it's 95 degrees, trust me, you want this. It's so delicious. Yeah, my wife has been to Barbados and that's where she originally got to try this. So she bragged to me about this for the longest time. And I never knew what she was talking about. And then she, she saw that they were serving this at the Japan Pavilion. And uh, she begged me to get it. So we went down, we got it. And uh, I got to say, she's right. It was awesome. Definitely something you have to try if you go there. The other thing I recommend is in France, in the ice cream shop, in the back, they will make you a ice cream martini. You can pick any flavor of ice cream you want. Um, there are many different incantations of this. I highly recommend you try one. It outstanding one of my favorite things at disney all right well that's enough for today so i'd just like to thank you all for listening and uh please tune in next week to find out what's happening